Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host. It's your girl, Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 73. Today's topic is the TV show, You. We are on the third segment. So I am back, as promised, and we are about to wrap up the last five episodes. I have broken it down into three segments, so if you guys want to go back and catch up, if you haven't, spoilers, 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 I've been binge-watched the whole entire series in one weekend. Friday, I did episode one and two. Yesterday, I did three, four, and five, and tonight, I will do five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I mean, I'm sorry, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So we're going to break down the last five. Um... They have already been picked up for season four, so that will be very interesting. This season was different. Um, It started off very strong as usual. It was a lot of plots, twists, turns, um, had me on the edge of my seat for each episode. (laughs) Um, So yeah, let's go ahead and recap that um, really quick. You can follow me on all of my social media platforms, Alicia Shanice, if you do Facebook, if you do Instagram. Alicia Shanice Reviews. Um, If you love music, on Spotify only, I have made all of my playlists public. So all you have to do is go type in Shanice Loves and all of my playlists will pop up. You can follow them and enjoy the music. I have every genre just about and some really nice playlists. Um, October 25th, doors open for Ambience Health and Wellness Spa. Health is wealth and in the times we're living in now, why not go in and get you a spa day on? Um, you can book your appointment at www.ambiencehealthandwellness.com. Also, you can follow and like them on Facebook and IG as well. They have all sorts of cool things that they'll be doing there. So why not go get your spa day on? They'll be doing colonics, um, inferior sonotherapy, vaginal steams, um, and, and so much more. Just go and enjoy you a relaxing spa day. If you live in Atlanta or are visiting the Atlanta area, it will be in Roswell to be exact. Um, that pretty much sums it up. I have dropped a lot of content this week. I think with Thursday night, I did Snowfall. Um, Friday, we did You. We also did Big Sky. Um, I tried, uh, I, I broke this up in three segments. So all three episodes will be uploaded um, for you. And I also did my BMF recap earlier as well. So make sure you guys catch on up. I'm going to stop recording for a couple days and I'll come back on Thursday night. We'll continue our snowfall series. So um, I'm also going to do Queens as well. So I'm dropping content. I'll take a couple days off, let you guys get caught up on the content and I'll be back Thursday night. Um, that's pretty much it. I don't have a lot to say. Let's just go ahead and jump into the show. And she's the one. Her name is Shanice, and she's the one. Man, I don't even know where to start. This season was crazy. Uh, This season was crazy. I mean... Joe has definitely outdid himself this time. 
<laughs> uh, damn love. <laughs> All right, let's start from um, episode six, and I'm gonna kind of skip around. I, of course, I can't go over every little scene, but I'll try to, you know, go through the important scenes of each episode, and you know, just talk about it. So we left off uh, episode five, and episode six was titled "Womb," and. It opens up and we saw, you know, as we've seen in many of this season, Joe is having multiple flashbacks and we're getting a chance to see what caused this behavior um, that he has from the childhood childhood he had and the abandonment issues he had and, you know, everything he suffered in the group homes. So he's having another flashback with um, the nurse. At first, I thought she was a teacher. But she was his um the, school, the group homes nurse, and they had a very special bond. So we can see it's a lot of history there. We also seen that um she was also it's like a certain type he goes after, and that was a little more explained in the series. Like he goes after certain women who I guess he feels like he has to protect. I mean, Beck was a little different. Um, Joe was just weird. <laughs> it's no excuse, but he has a certain type that he's drawn to. So we seen that the nurse, she was having multiple um, abuse, you know, um, coming in there with all type of wounds, band, uh, bandaged up, um, all type of bruises because she was getting abused from her boyfriend slash husband. I, they didn't kind of specify which it was. I want to say it was her boyfriend. So she had an abusive uh, boyfriend and he was very, Joe, the, the young Joe was very, protective over her but at the same time she left too and it was in the same when he protected his mother he uh killed her boyfriend and she sent him to a group home so that just explained a lot about uh joe's childhood because even though we knew he had it had it rough they had never went into full detail of everything that happened to him and now we see that he got picked on and bullied all through you know his adolescent years of growing up so um we see that Joe is in Maryam's home in episode six at the beginning, and he is going through like her whole home. He, she is his new obsession, which is just freaking weird and super sick. Like, uh, he's going through everything, and when she comes in the house, he jumps under the bed. He's watching her undress. He's listening to her on the phone. His wife is texting him about buying his favorite groceries to cook for the weekend. And child, <laughs> we see um, at the same time while she's texting Joe, she um, love is also ignoring Theo. And now she has a pregnancy test. So, you know, when I was watching that, I'm like, oh, shit, <laughs> she got pregnant by young Theo. So we also see uh, love gets her um gets things off of her mind by texting 40s old cell phone. So she, you know, every time she has to vent or say something, she is texting his phone. And um we see that Theo is starting to become more and more obsessed with love. He is falling in love with her. And Joe is obsessed with Marianne. So it's just like a big just mess, right? So <laughs> um <clears throat> They go, and when he gets home, they have another great sex scene. But while they're, you know, having their intimate moment, 
he is just fantasizing about Marion. And we see Love has her own little infatuation kind of going on with Theo. And she's fantasizing about Theo. So I'm like, these two, what in, child, oh my goodness, they just crazy. So we also see that Matthew, he does not buy that Gil killed his wife. And he is still low-key investigating um, everybody in the city. And we see him working with the legend. I love this lady. Um, Marsha Cross from Merrill's Place is where she got like known from. Um, famous, iconic character of Kimberly Shaw. I didn't watch Desperate Housewives, but this lady is an actress. Um, I love her. So we see, you know, she's helping him with the investigation. We also see that um, they go to loves her mother's new venue and her mom her and her mom they kind of get into a heated argument they don't get along they say whatever they want to each other <laughs> like they have like this weird relationship and they showed us a little bit of that in season two but um in season three we see more of her mom and she's like just a basket case because she's going through her divorce now so we see that joe he gets into straight stalker mode and now he's in Marion's office. He is tricked um, Dante into getting that key. He is in her office going through all of her things. But when he stumbles on, you know, how she got her daughter took, took away from her and, you know, she has a substance abuse problems. He is like, fuck this <laughs> because of what he went through with his mom. So now he's like, uh-uh, I don't want nothing to do with her. So it jumps around and we see he is working and he overhears her abusive ex upstairs and he runs up to save the day and we see that's Ryan. So after he sees that, that's when he has like an, another flashback and it, he he's attracted to women with abandonment issues. So now he is like, she reminds him of, you know, all these flashbacks of his mother, the nurse his other victims, you know, so now he is back drawn to her. So that didn't last too long when he was like, you know, I can't do this. Now he can see something in her. So now his obsession is strictly Marion. It was just Natalie, but now it's Marion. <laughs> so um, it jumps around and we get a very, very weird scene. Love hallucinates 40. It was good to see 40, but, you know, they're taking a bath together. Child. <laughs> <laughs> when she looked at that phone and it was like he was texting back and he appeared i mean it was good to see 40 but this was just weird they're in the tub together even though she was hallucinating it just was it was weird so we go on to the next scene and we see joe and marion they share their first passionate kiss We go into the next scene and we see Sherry finally gives Love some great advice. Make it work. Don't worry about what you don't have. Just manifest basically what you want and make your marriage work. So Sherry is starting to kind of, you know, she's changed from the first episode. First, you was like, oh, I hate her. But we're kind of warming up to Sherry at this moment, right? So we go into the next scene and... Love takes Sherry's advice to make her marriage work, to make her life work, to make herself happy. And she finally, she can't do that with a broken heart. And she has been brokenhearted since the other 
you know, her better half left. You know, uh, I imagine the connection with the twin. So she finally says goodbye to 40. She deletes his number out of her phone. And, you know, that's like her goodbye to herself that she has not, she, she's still been in heavy mourning. Theo shows up and tell her about the PI um, working with his dad and that he has um, hired her to watch everyone in the town. So we get a flashback of Joe's first obsession and that is with the nurse. So that's where we see like his first obsession ever came from was the nurse. So, you know, it's starting to make more sense now on why Joe is Joe. Um, and we go into episode seven. This episode was called We're All Mad. And in this episode, we see everybody in this damn show is a mess. We got Joe. He bonding when he's bonding more quality time with Marion. So, you know, his fascination, his obsession, it grows stronger. The, min, the, the more minutes he's spending with her, the more his obsession is just very unhealthy and I'm scared for Marianne at this point. <laughs> so um now he is all the way in love with her and trying to keep love occupied so she does not kill her. So he's going home acting like he's happy and she's the perfect wife just so he can keep her occupied so she won't kill Marion. Like <laughs> whoever wrote this they got a good imagination. This this is crazy. Like <laughs> two sociopaths, and you know they do the same thing and think completely opposite. Like so, <clears throat> we also see that love has started manipulating Theo because she knows she has Theo. Theo's a young kid. He's nineteen. He she knows she has this young boy wrapped around her finger and he is head over heels with her. And if I'm gonna pick a favorite character out of this season, season one, who was my favorite character? Season one, I can't remember who was my favorite. You know, we were drawn to even though Joe was sick, like we were still drawn to like him because it was just all about he just wanted to love somebody and have somebody love him. They only showed us flashback of Candace breaking his heart, cheating on him. So, I mean, he was crazy, but we liked it, Joe. Season two, I really liked it, Delilah. Delilah was funny and 40. Those were my two favorite characters of season two, 40 and Delilah. This season, I would have to say my favorite character out of this was, was Theo. I liked it, Theo. He was such a sweetheart. So, we um see that Joe, <laughs> now he starts stalking Ryan. But we see Ryan won the easy pushover. Ryan was a jerk. He was an asshole, but he wasn't an easy pushover. But now he is stalking Ryan because he wants to help Marion. Everything Joe does, it's okay. But what love does, she's, she's, she's evil, right? <laughs> In his mind. So we see that Dottie is starting to have a meltdown from the divorce. It's getting settled. A lot of things have been taken away from her. So she is just having a meltdown. And Matthew, he is not playing and he is very unhealthy. And with this investigation, like he is not with it. He's not sleeping. He's taking pills. And that will always be... Um, that, oh my goodness. I, I liked it, Matthew, in here. I liked it, Matthew, in here. Matthew is just like, uh, he wants to get 
his husband, um, her, his wife's killer. And he has a special place now because I know he's banned from Felicity. So <laughs> I like Matthew. Um, so we see Joe has um, sabotaged Ryan's whole schedule. And he's putting, he takes the protein drinks. He has a, a, firm, a you know, a very strict workout schedule. Joe has broken there, put the bad batteries in there so he can't wake up from his alarm, put all type of drugs in his protein drinks. So Joe think he's doing something. So it jumps ahead a little bit and we see Love and Theo. They get it on for the second time. So now Theo, he, poor Theo. Theo was, she gave it to him again. So now Theo is head over. Love can do no wrong in his eyes. He loves love. So we go and we see that um, <laughs> love tells um, Dottie that she can't babysit. And she's like, oh, I can't be around my own grandson <laughs> when she hangs up on her. Dottie like, little bitch, you little bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. Dottie was hilarious here, but very dangerous with this grandbaby. Like, get get the grandbaby away from her. Like, I don't blame love on that. No, you can't be around my baby like this. So um, we see um, Ryan, he wasn't just an easy pushover. He gives Joe a taste of his own medicine. And we see that he'll, he never quit his substance problem. So he was already getting high and everything else. So everything that Joe did didn't cramp. He didn't cramp Ryan style at all. So um, <clears throat> we see this took a weird turn. Sherry invites Love and Joe into their bedroom. That, 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 that one was different. Um, they're into open marriage um, and they want Joe and love. I don't even think they know who Joe and love is and they are going to learn, right? <laughs> so that probably was the worst mistake they ever made, but it, it actually worked out for them in the end because now they're super couple. So I'm pretty sure we'll see them in season four, hopefully, um, because those characters were funny. And, um, so we go and we see that Dottie kidnaps baby 40. <sighs> The scene where she was at the fast food restaurant and the girl was looking at her. And when she gave her that money for that lighter and the girl was like, oh, okay. She took that money, handed her that lighter quick. But I would have been like, um, ma'am, I'll take the money. You can have the lighter, but why don't you leave the baby here? And you know, this little baby was like the cutest little baby in the world. He was so cute. And I'm like, she just had the little baby and she's drunk and she hasn't, she don't even have him in a car seat, y'all. I'm like, what the hell, daddy? She go, goes and pull a waiting to exhale move. She sets everything on fire. Love and Joe, they go get her after they leave the party. We see at the party that Marianne and Love, they were finally introduced because Love was catering. And they go get Miss Dottie and they tell her she can go back to the home. Love tells her, like, you can stay here the night. Joe will drop you off at rehab tomorrow and you will never see my son again. So Dottie, Dottie didn't take that well. So we see that she plays dirty in her own way. And she basically warns Joe that love killed her first husband. So that makes him hate her even more. Like Joe has this thing to where 
He was so in love with her. But as soon as he found out that love did the same exact thing he did, and he he killed more people than love. I mean, love was a sociopath. I'm not taking up for love. But the way how his, his love just turned off of her, as soon as he found, and they, they were perfect for each other because they were both just, they should have just stayed obsessed with each other. And they would have saved a lot of people's lives. So, um. He now he has his third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh eye open on love because now he knows that not only is she impulsive and she does this and she does that, but she killed her first husband. So he knows it's no walking away. It's no taking baby Henry. So we see that he starts planning things and putting things in motion, which came to fruition towards the end. Episode eight was a lot. This took a very strange twist this one is called swing and uh miss child <laughs> we see um it opens and joe is doing research on swing and after love told him about the invitation um this <clears throat> they're kind of going back and forth he's not into this but he wants to push her into it so he can push her away even more. So it's all just about Joe. Joe is just manipulating love and she is trying her best to be, um, I guess you could say open-minded or just trying to draw him back in because she doesn't feel um, beautiful to him anymore. She, he, the way he looks at her, she doesn't feel like, you know, he wants her or she's beautiful or sexy to him. So she's trying to draw him in and she sees the way Sherry and Carrie's marriage work. And she's trying to be on that one accord now with them. Like she's trying to fit in. She's trying to make the suburban lifestyle work. And we see, um, <clears throat> it went from, Heavy sharing partners to killing partners. They invite um <laughs> they invite these two over. They have to sign little um what do you call that? Uh non-disclosure. So I'm like, Sherry, Carrie, they kind of um professional with the swinging thing they got going on. But at first they they say, like, you guys aren't ready. They leave and then they come back. And I I don't know, a lot happened, but um, they're like, so how do you want to do it? Do you want to be guy and guy or girl and girl? And everybody just get playing around with each other. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I didn't know what was about to happen when Joe and Carrie went into the room, but Jerry started with himself. So I, I was confused. Um, but when, when, when Sherry and, and Joe did their thing, love can see it in her in his eyes she knows him better than he knows himself and she's like no you're not thinking about sherry and you're not thinking about me who is she so going next door we see theo he finds out everything he finds the surveillance and him and matthew get into a heated argument and matthew puts theo out and theo really loves his stepdad you know his dad he is a stepdad but like his dad he loves him so that was hard for him he put him out because Matthew was just not thinking straight like he's not even on his a game ever since um Natalie died he did not buy it he knew Gil didn't do it and he's on to love and he also knows now by he's been surveillance and everything that she's having an affair with Theo so that makes him you know even more cautious he like no something is up with this couple next door so um 
when Love and Joe go downstairs, she confronts him. She gets to run in her mouth in the heat of passion and blurts out, I killed Natalie. They go back upstairs trying to play it off. And Carrie and, and, and Sherry, they didn't hurt everything. So a scuffle happens. Um, you get the bow and arrow battle. <laughs> and Joe and... um. Joe and uh and love they they get him in the cage. I don't know how, but I think Joe was gonna get carried down, but he got him down and <laughs> got him in the cage. So after that, Joe um and love get it on because that brings the passion out of them. I guess when they kill each kill people or trap people, and we see that um Marianne had court the next day and after all of that long night that that they had and trap in trapping them in a cage and bow and arrow fighting joe was still there for marion in court to save the day he is superman all right so we're gonna go over to episode nine i wrote a few notes down but i'm also looking at some of my bmf notes so it's been a busy weekend y'all please forgive me so um we get to episode nine. And what was episode nine titled? Look. <sighs> Sorry, y'all. I didn't have this together like I thought. Uh, episode nine. I want to make sure I have the titles because I was taking notes, but I was so into the show that I have kind of slipped up. But I wrote down a few scenes that I did want to go over. <clears throat> All right, episode nine was red flag. So while while love tends some unex, um some unexpected long term guests, Joe decides to take a drastic step to get what he wants the most. So we see um Carrie and Sherry they're still locked up in the cage when episode nine opens up, and um, Marianne has heard the bad news from the custody hearing. Remember, we seen that um, the judge and Ryan, they were shaking hands. So when you seen that, you already knew uh, Ryan was going to get custody. The judge was bought. And Dante calls Joe. And of course, he stops cleaning the crime scene of what he needs to pay much attention to and goes in to console her. But we also see Matthew, he's surveillance and everything. So when he walk over there that what the night before, he like, um, what happened last night? <laughs> Matthew watching everything. So Matthew like, what what was that? <laughs> Joe don't know what to say. He's like, oh, um, we were just, we were just, he don't know what to say. We're just playing a game and uh, things got out of control, you know. So they 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 turned Madre Linda upside down. They turned it upside down. Like these two. So um we get and we see that Theo, poor Theo, he declares his love for love, Quinn, and tries to get her to run away with him. He's like, he is like, your husband is crazy, he's abusive. You can run away, I'll take care of you. And oh child. And we also see Joe and Mariana, they finally sleep together after they open up more. He lets her know that he uh, killed his um, mother's boyfriend when he was a kid and he has flaws too. And they open up and they finally sleep together. 
So we also see that uh, Carrie and Sherry, they start to crack a bit, you know, all of that, um, you know, that that peace and solidarity and we're free and the, the light is green, you know, all of that went out the window after they were locked up for a while and they're starting to crack a bit. They're starting to argue more. Um, we also see uh, Love comes down to the dungeon. She feels bad because she's still calling Sherry her best friend, which is weird, but she's still calling her her best, you know, her best friend and she feels bad, you know, and she goes down there sporadically like talking to her consoling to her like letting her know what's going on in her Joe's marriage just weird shit and we see that Sherry starts using that to her advantage a little bit and manipulating her at the same time so Sherry is still trying to play it cool acting like she still um cares for love so um <sighs> the funny thing is every time Joe goes around love like when they get around each other and she hugs him, he has like this look on his face like he despises her. Like she is just this evil creature. And, you know, he just, he thinks of so many gruesome things to call her. And he has done just as much, if not more. Like if we go back, all the things that Joe did in the beginning of season one, come on now. Like the way how he is looking at love, like he killed Beck. He killed Beck's boyfriend, he killed Beck's best friend, and um, he killed uh, the crazy guy. Now, his ass his ass was sick. The one who tried to uh, rape Ellie. That was season two. Um, this, this man killed everybody. <laughs> so, um, we see that he starts following Ryan. And Ryan clips the ass. And I wasn't mad about this, because I don't... I, he got a taste of his own medicine. And he he got he got with Joe. He got with Joe, but Ryan left a little too quick. And when he went to go hop in his car, Joe came and damn, there goes Ryan. Ryan went over the over the balcony. So now Ryan's dead, but he's still not dead. And here comes Joe, and he gets to stabbing and slashing and stabbing. And he walks away. Some lady, some lady walks out like help. And he just walks off calm. Oh Lord. So um Love, uh, she leaves the gun because they find a gun in Ryan's intimate bag, shall we say, his little toy bag. They find a gun. So um she goes back, go goes down to the dungeon and she's talking, but Sherry is getting to her, Sherry is manipulating her. And you know, when she she used that one thing, like it's not us, it's the men, you know. And when she said, kill him. Love snap and she put the gun in there. Like, tell you what, we gonna do. One of you guys kill each other, and whoever standing, live, whoever is standing, the last man standing, basically, you get to walk away. <laughs> so they like, what the? So she goes back. She goes back upstairs, and we see Matthew. His whole world is crashing up, and once uh, Sherry talks Love into putting a blog out that he is, um, has the surveillance on the whole town. His whole team shows up, like telling him he has to destroy it before he has all these lawsuits because what he is doing is totally illegal. So um, leave it up to the college kid. Theo is sitting in his truck. He is waiting for love to change her mind and give him an answer if she's going to run out of town with him and leave it up to him. 
Matthew's been trying to figure this out for months. Theo figures it out like that. He goes through all the angles of the tapes and he puts everything together and he sees Joe putting um, Natalie's body into the um, trunk. So he figured it out like that because he had stole that disc from his dad before his dad um, destroyed all the other evidence. So um, Theo goes to warn Love and when he is walking down those stairs, all I could think about was Theo, run, go, go back upstairs and, and get in your truck, your little Bronco, and pull the fuck off. <laughs> and, but I, my heart was beating. That was an int intense moment when um, he was um, walking downstairs. But when he's walking downstairs, um, he hears a gunshot and damn, carried and shot Sherry ear off. Child. <laughs> so... After Sher Sherry's ear is, is shot and, and shot off, <laughs> Theo busts in and he is so confused. He is so confused and he is like, what the hell is going on? And Sherry gets to going crazy trying to tell him <laughs> like, oh my goodness, this scene was just too much. So once, once he kind of gets it together, he goes upstairs and we see um, Joe, he he was pissing me off in this one because his new obsession is just so insane when he was just obsessed with Natalie and now he is like crazy over um, Marion, like just crazy. And he is calling love like impulsive and crazy. He, he's just like, he despises love. Like he looks at her like, like she's just evil. And damn. This bitch love. <laughs> I'm taking up for her, but she does stuff like this. So her and Theo, they say a heartfelt goodbye. And he tries to get her to come. And she is like, just go. Go far away from here and leave. And his little cute face just watering up about to cry. And when he turned around, this chick clocked him. And he... <sighs> Poor Theo. Let's go to episode 10, y'all. So when it gets episode 10, we see um, Joe is planning to leave Love and run away with Marion. They um they come up with a plan to take the two kids and leave. But we see when he goes, um, she lets him know the plan. Uh, well, not she doesn't, but she let him know what she did to Theo he goes to the dungeon with downstairs and tries to clean up the mess. So mind you, Carrie and uh, Sherry, uh, <laughs> the, uh, they're, they're going crazy waiting on him to come back. And they're probably like, he probably did by now. He's not coming back. But when um, Joe goes to clean him up, to clean up the crime scene, he is like, poor kid. But we see Theo is alive. Yay. <laughs> so Theo is alive. Joe puts him in a car and... Um, takes him to the hospital but not without injecting him with sterilizer from um from Carrie's toy bag so um after that we see child love is sitting in the baby room and remember uh she's sitting in little Henry's room and Joe has already killed Ryan by now and hit the towel 
because he knows if she sees that towel, she's going to know it's a new obsession when he sees, when she sees that he killed somebody. So she goes in the baby hamper. She looks at that um, towel and she knows something is wrong. There is a new woman in town. So um, <clears throat> she knows he has a new victim. We go back down to the basement and we see Sherry and Carrie. Now they both done shot each other. She just shot him in the leg. He done shot her in the ear. They done lost their damn minds. <laughs> they done lost their mind. But they also have um, they also have a, a nice moment that comes out of that where they kind of confess their love for each other. We see that they met in college. We see that they actually like really do without all the other extra stuff how they do. They love each other and they end up pulling each other together basically after they shot each other up. So when love comes down, uh, she blurts out to Joe that um, she knows that he has been cheating on her. She um, Love comes down and she blurts it out to Sherry that Joe has been cheating on her. But um, when Sherry gives her speech, then um love snaps and calls sherry a murderer and evil and when 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 she walks back when she walks back upstairs her husband is like what the hell did you say that for because love love don't have it all love don't have it all but she's still going down there trying to talk to sherry and get advice like just weirdo stuff so um joe goes to pick up baby henry and we see that love is 10 steps ahead of him and she has already grabbed him so he is like, oh, shit. <laughs> so let the games begin. When he gets home, she has that dinner ready and prepared like the perfect little housewife in suburbia. They have a conversation. They both admit to having an affairs. One, well, she had one with Theo. He had one with um, Marion. Love admits to killing her first husband. Joe asks her for a divorce. When she when she um she walks calm and collective, when she walks back in, she has poisoned Joe. <laughs> she, and she she got him good with that one. He's paralyzed, and Matthew comes in, and you know now he's paranoid. He's nervous. He wants that. You know he kind of got it together, and you know now he's worried about Theo. He 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 didn't blew that steam off, so now he's worried about Theo. So he goes in there and Joe tells him where Theo is at by blinking. That was a good scene. <laughs> but he is like, you know what? I hope you get whatever your wife comes, whatever she does to you, you got it coming. So um, Marianne gets the text message from Love acting like she's Joe. And this was a really interesting conversation that they had. I liked it with the two women. And um. Marion gives her some good advice. She like, you know, Joe is not your true love. That voice in your head that tells you, that gives you your warning signs, that's your true love. But it wouldn't be the TV show You if we did not get a very, very, very dramatic plot twist. Joe has survived. He has he already had this planned emotion. He knew what she was capable of. So he has made himself immune to, you know, whatever the thing is she had him, she had from the plants. I don't know the name of it. But he injects her. Now she's paralyzed. 
he sets the house on fire. He cuts his toes off. He burns up their wedding album. He drops baby Henry off to Dante and Lanson. And he's declared dead. And he writes a letter just like he did in season one when he made Beck's novel go number one. So now love is dead and he's in Paris. And now his name is Nick. Now Sherry and Carrie, they get out. Because Sherry looks at that damn key and she like, these fools don't trust each other. There's a key in here. And they get out. And we see um, Suburbia, the the Mandry of Linda. It goes back to being normal again. And this was just a tale that will go down for years in history of the two lunatics that lived in Suburbia. I was sad when they killed Love. I was sad. But... They have announced season four, and I am wondering, is Love dead? Is she? Because everything he injected her with, um, she was 10 steps ahead of him, too. And remember, he thought he killed Candace, and Candace, she popped back up. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if somehow Love escaped. I don't know, but... They dropped the ball with that one. I don't think if they bring her back, because she brought so much. She's such a good actress. Like she brought so much out of this character. I'm like, I hope she's not dead. But we'll see. Um, season four. I don't know how long they're gonna go with this. Like, are we about to just see him stalking a whole nother woman, or is he gonna be looking for Marion? Like, this fool just don't stop. Like now he's walking around with he missing a finger, he missing toes, he wanted still in new york uh because they never found out about beck's best friend remember her family was like this rich family and they were putting an investigation in that it was so much to happen when they were in uh california and then they never show ellie so i'm like Where, what's gonna happen with ellie he was still taking care of ellie so i don't know I, the, the end kind of it uh kind of messed me up a little bit when he killed love i'm like is she dead you know it was just weird because she I don't know. I don't know. Then we got baby Henry. So Henry could grow up and be, you know, with them genetics, with them too. <laughs> but uh, for the most part, it was a very strong, um, very, very strong season. Um, I I was going to be disappointed if they would have killed Theo off. So I was happy Theo lived. But the way how, you know, it ended with love, it kind of is a little disappointing. It was a little disappointing with that part. But for the most part, it was a very strong season. I enjoyed it. But that was my recap, and we have completed the three segments um, successfully. We have completed them. We have recapped every episode. Uh, we might have skipped a few scenes, but, you know, this was 10 episodes. We had to scram through the weekend, and I wanted to recap it. Made it a fun weekend with you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I thank you so much for your support. Um, please keep tuning back in. Uh, I do recap BMF every Sunday. Everything 50 Cent does. I recap. And most of his shows drop on Sunday or late Saturday night. So every Sunday night, I recap a star show that 50 Cent does. Uh, Power Book 2 is approaching. Um, I'm recapping Big Sky now. Uh, I'm going to do Queens this week as well. And the one that I love the most is Snowfall. So we're, we cover everything Snowfall. And we uh, Narcos is coming. So we'll be covering Narcos. So we're going to keep bringing a content. I hope you guys enjoyed and keep checking out. Once again, thank you so much for your support. It really means a lot to me. Uh, you can follow me on my social media platforms. It's Alicia Shanice. If you do Facebook, uh, Alicia Shanice reviews on IG, 
And don't forget about those Spotify playlists. If you need to email me, um, Alicia Shanice 13 at gmail, Alicia Shanice reviews 13 at gmail.com. So I have enjoyed this weekend recapping all of these shows. I have put out about six or about six podcasts this weekend. So I'm going to take a few days off to focus on the book. Um, I'll be back Thursday night. I hope you guys catch up on everything and have a beautiful night. It's your girl Shanice and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl Shanice. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.